At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. And that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. Working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's the big $10 sale. So mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Roswell in the 21st century is a detailed re-examination of the Roswell UFO crash case. I have studied the evidence for more than 30 years, and I now put that evidence under a microscope in a cold case examination of the facts. These facts might not please everyone. They are based on my comprehensive investigation that took years to complete, but they do lead to the conclusion that whatever fell was not built on Earth. The best of Project Blue Book is based on the 22-year-long investigation conducted by the Air Force. But the book goes far beyond that, bringing in evidence that was uncovered long after Project Blue Book was ordered to be terminated. Using facts that were unavailable to the Air Force investigators, I was able to prove that the Air Force manipulated the data and drew unrealistic conclusions about the UFO sightings reported to them. My different perspective shows there was more to Project Blue Book than even the Air Force knew. Both books are available at Amazon.com. Join Patty Conklin and Healing Within Radio each week. More than entertainment, Healing Within offers educational, useful tools for everyday life. Listen for help overcoming fear, anxiety, and depression. Patty knows about eliminating cancer, MS, dementia, Parkinson's, and a host of illnesses that we face every day. Life can be good. Life is good. All you need are simple tools to start changing your life. Start right now by visiting pattyconklin.com, P-A-T-T-I-C-O-N-K-L-I-N. No matter where you are in the world, you can work with Patty through Skype, phone, or in person, visiting one of her retreats in Georgia. Visit pattyconklin.com today or call our offices at 404 474 0086. That's pattyconklin.com or call 404-474-0086. Welcome to the Connecting with Coincidence radio show with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, bringing together the world's synchronicity experts to help you use meaningful coincidences to develop spiritually, psychologically, and practically. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence into your web browser to find the book, website, Psychology Today blog, YouTube channel, and Facebook page. And now, here is the host of the Connecting with Coincidence radio show, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. Welcome to this show. Yes, I am Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. So glad you, our loyal fans, are with us again. And that includes you, Barbara. Yeah, you, Barbara. We are looking into all aspects of coincidences with people from around the world. A turtle looks up in an airplane zooming by. Human beings look at the improbable coincidences of daily life with the similar mental limitations. 
the nuanced cleverness of many coincidences encourages human minds to project the existence of an all-knowing mind into these fantastic, artistic, scientific works. How are these fantastic coincidences created? Well, computer simulations imitate reality. They offer predictive capacities for weather, pandemic spreads, political decisions, economic trends, and the effects of global warming. They also offer escape into new identities and virtual worlds full of adventure, intrigue, and danger. Hey, uh, well, maybe human beings are avatars in a far more elaborate supercomputer simulation where the object of the game is to figure out we are in the simulation. Those who are able to figure it out escape into yet another reality. Maybe our guest today, who has spent some time in Silicon Valley, can help answer this question. She is Kat Windsor, who lived and worked all over the world. She is a professional coach who coached teams in 40 more or more countries. She's a former Silicon Valley vice president. She's Swiss by birth, fluent in five languages, most recently created a new business called Fujoli Play Labs, which is science-based play for teams for greater positivity, human connection, and performance. Fujoli stands for fun, joy, and lightness. Welcome to the show, Kat. Glad to have you with us. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Bernie. And so happy to talk about one of my very favorite topics, coincidences. It's a very favorite topic for you, and you've written 33 stories. How did you get started with these 33 stories? How did you get interested in coincidences yourself? Yeah, so it's interesting. I, you know, like sometimes when, when life throws us adversity, um, it actually turns out to become a very great growth opportunity. And, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Right? And, uh -huh. and so in October, just last October, I got gut punched. Something happened, didn't make sense to me, but totally threw me off balance and um, made me kind of go deep. And so um, I contacted a friend who's also a coach, Sue Frederick. And um, when, you, when you say coach, would you tell us more clearly what kind of coach you are? So I, uh, I coach executives and teams um, basically to helping people to connect more deeply with who they really are and their strengths and, and help them kind of grow um, professionally, personally. And so that's the coaching I do. I, I coach teams, leadership teams um, also, because I believe that if I can help a leadership team be more cohesive and effective together, the ripple down effect is huge in the organization. Yeah. But there's all kinds of coaches, right? Yeah, so, as, and as you know, I thought you were a sports teams coach. <laughs> that's right, <laughs> right. And, <laughs> and how do coincidences fit into your coaching? Uh, well, that's a really great question. Um, well, so, so writing down these 33 stories um, transformed me. And because it made me think more, you know, it made, made me go deep and it made me uh, suddenly, when you sit down, you go through the act of writing about coincidences and you're focusing on them. And suddenly you go, wow, there's so much more going on in life than what we know. And it transformed me in a sense of, um, of also just letting go of control. Because literally, when you look at the stories that... Uh, can, a string of coincidences over multiple years, they, they show that there's so much more going on. There's a greater play in the works. And so I that's, was that's able so, to relax. That's so, that's so important for what you're saying to our audience, because writing them down over the years and seeing the patterns is very useful. People uh, have done that with dreams to see the patterns, but this is this is different from dreams. It's similar, and seeing those patterns make you 
see, and I'm repeating what you said, that there's something more going on here. Yeah, it, yes, absolutely. So then what's the lesson, right? The yeah, take is the yeah. may as well relax, may as well shift into trust, may as well let go of the grip of control. Because Very we good. always like want to control everything. I'm Swiss also, so there's like a, I have a kind of a control freak aspect to me. <laughs> and it doesn't like, you tell God your plans and God laughs at you, right? Yeah, because right. that's like a really good saying, right? That Christians have. And, um, and it's really true. So, so it's helped me more since I've always had these experiences. It's um, it, it, writing the stories down and I encourage everybody, take the time to think about the coincidences you've had in your life and write them down. Create some space to reflect on them. Um, and so, so doing that exercise um, really connected me more deeply with trusting and, and, and opening up. And it's definitely made me an even better coach um, because it's helping me connect my clients more deeply to, to that, helping yeah, them yeah. shift into trust. Yeah. Yes. Good. And then you, let's go back to the gut punch coincidence you had a short little while ago. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so adversity is fuel for growth, generates fuel for growth. Right. So all of us get gut punched. And and a friend of mine, this coach was uh, actually a spiritual coach. She said, well, you are, you know, numerology or 33. And that's like you are meant to write down your spiritual story. And I was part of me was like, oh, my gosh, that is so scary. That it seems so unreasonable. And and the part of me was intrigued. But I, I really had to go into I went into the Utah desert for three days to clear my head. And when I came out, I decided, OK, I I'm not going to write my spiritual story because it's just too uncomfortable for me or too kind of that's so private kind of thing. But I'm going to write down some of those coincidence stories because I've had so many of them mm -hmm. um, that, you know, I, I'll, and I'll write 33. So that's where the 33 comes from. Ah. Uh, mm hmm. And then I wrote those. I went every day to Panera's, a coffee shop, and uh, at <laughs> 6 a.m. And I wrote, you know, 90, 90 minutes a day. And I wrote those to 10 friends in California. I said, hey, guys, I'm going to write one story a day for 33 days. You'd, I'm going to send those to you. You don't have to read those stories. But, um, but um, just, you're just my accountability buddies. But they started reading them. And uh -huh. so as I was transforming through the process of writing them down, they suddenly started, oh, wait, I had a co coincidence like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah right. And, and it's delightful. And so they started, so I started receiving all these other coincidence stories. And then when I would go out for dinner with friends, for example, of course, I bubble over about mm. this, right? Uh -huh. and, and, and I would start talking about uh, coincidences. And, and this is perfect. So one friend said, well, I never have any coincidences. And then his wife goes, wait a minute, Steve. We were just in Paris and uh, in an out-of-the-way neighborhood. And suddenly somebody comes running down the street saying, Steve, Steve. And don't you remember it was your roommate from college in Michigan, right? <laughs> And then everybody at the table had a story. And the shift, the shift is, is people start connect, it shifts them into positivity, it's delightful. Um, and people start connecting with, that's right, there's something greater at play. And, and you start kind of marveling at life and, and wondering. And so it's like a, you open up again. It's lovely. Oh, it's lovely. Uh, uh, I, I've had a couple of uh, synchronicity soirees at my house uh, where I had people uh, pair up and then one talks to the other about co his or her coincidences for five minutes with the other person listening, uh, very present, not asking any questions, and then turning it around 
so that one person, the other person talks, and the other person listens, and then getting together and uh, and comparing notes. And it does something wonderful to the room when everybody oh, yeah. is tuned into that. And the doing it at a, a dinner gathering at a restaurant is a very, very wonderful way of doing it, especially with the enthusiasm and heart that I hear you bringing to it, that that becomes infectious and helps people start doing their own. That's Steve's story. Hey, Steve, don't you? That's a great one about that guy walking down the street and he doesn't remember. There's a big part of all this coincidence stuff where people don't remember. Now, we've come to the end of this segment and we are going to remember to come back to remembering. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Connecting with Coincidence. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. We are speaking with Katrin Windsor about her 33 coincidences. Are you looking for psychic services that empower as well as provide accurate information? Jenny is a third-generation psychic with extensive esoteric training. A practicing professional intuitive for over 30 years, her accuracy is astounding. While most psychics can read what will happen to you if you don't change directions, Jenny understands the future is subjective. While there is a river of time we all traverse, that river has many waves, eddies, currents, and tributaries from which to choose. With Gen E as your guide, you can explore the many possible outcomes in the river of time and navigate your course to the one of your liking. Take control of your future. Book your life-changing session with Jenny today at www.gen-e.net. That's www.gen-e.net. evolution is dedicated to the well-being of the planet and animals as well as the evolution of humankind. One major factor threatening all three is increasing toxicity. Heavy metals and other environmental toxins are poisoning our bodies, deteriorating our brains, blocking our spiritual connection, and shortening our lives. Yet these poisons are extremely difficult to remove. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, and I recently became aware of a product created from the marriage of nature and nanotechnology called Vitality. It's formulated from zoolite, whose crystalline structure binds toxins, gently carrying them out of the body. The light is only as clear as the window through which it shines. Clear your body, shine your light into the world. Visit VitalityHappens.com for a 20% discount. Enter code PATHHOME. In the mid-1990s, I was approached by a young woman who believed she'd been abducted by alien creatures. In conversations, I began a journey that took me not into the world of interstellar travel, but back through time into past lives. Under hypnotic regression administered by a professional rather than describing abduction, Jenny, as she is called, begins to tell a tale of horror in 19th century London. Her unbelievable past life seems to connect with Jack the Ripper and other monsters of the past. Throughout the session, Jenny provides a rich detail of her past life lives that link some of the most horrific killers in history to one another. Using the resources of a university library in the pre-internet day, I was able to verify some of Jenny's claims. She has knowledge that wasn't readily available to a suburban housewife. Does this prove the reality of her tales? Conversations attempts to answer that and other provocative questions. Conversations is available at Amazon.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to CC with BB. I am your host, Dr. Bernie Beidman, MD. We are talking with Kat Windsor about coincidences, and we're remembering to remember. I forgot. What were we talking about, Kat? You were going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> in, the inter- in the break, you were going to ask me. You said you wanted to ask me a question. What was that question? Yeah, uh, well, uh, triggered by, you know, talking about remembering. Um so one of the things that I found fascinating um, it was that 
I don't have a particularly good memory, um, but with what strikes me is that with coincidences, I have a super clear memory. It's almost like imprinted photographically, you know, the sounds, the smells, they're so clear and, and precise. Is there something scientifically to that? First, that's the scientific thing about that is that it's amazing that you remember them so clearly. That is, um, that is odd because most people walk around, see them, and don't remember them very well. So what you have developed and you came with is what um, I was referring to as a coincidence uh, detection button in our brains where we become alert to them by this button getting pushed, and that button helps us remember them. But most people don't remember them because there are no categories for them. Uh, and part of what I am doing in my newest book, uh, Knowing Coincidences, uh, is to give people categories so they can identify and say, oh, that one is uh, a reassuring coincidence or that one is a, a helping me with decision coincidence. So they can begin to have some way of describing them in a category that then allows them to remember the details. But what you're describing is a, what to me is a, is a rare capacity, which is somehow in all the stuff that comes by us, all the stimuli of the world that hits us, you somehow have walked into this world with a capacity to record them in vivid detail in all the different senses. And that makes you relatively unique in my experience with coincidences. And, okay, I hear what you're saying. And but or like when go back to the dinner table, right? When you have those soirees and people are around the dinner table, and then they do tap into that memory of oh, they were walking through a neighborhood in Paris, and then this guy came down the street. Then though, they completely remember it so clearly, like they can almost smell the pavement of that they were walking on. Yes, so, uh, go ahead. Yeah. So in a way, it's almost like we just forget or. I mean, wouldn't you say that people remember coincidences with, with great precision and clarity or not? I mean, once they tap into a coincidence they had. Um, I haven't, I can't answer that question because I haven't asked it. Uh, I, get, I get more overwhelmed with when people start talking to me about coincidences because I brought them up and they start talking about them. So I think I'm going to have to say you're, probably right they have to be reminded of them to be able to do it because then then they go then they'll go on in immense detail about them and and relish the details when they tell me it's it's kind of like people like to tell their own stories about almost anything that they enjoy but when it comes to coincidences i'm beginning to think uh, just from what you're telling me that that maybe there is this capacity that you have so obviously in everyone mm -hmm. i think I, so. I, there are people that don't remember them, though, who don't have any. Who it's really maybe maybe it's just a just a, a difficulty in accessing them. Some people will get them more quickly, like the woman could do it fast, but Steve couldn't. It wasn't in his head. He could be reminded of it, uh, and then he could get to it. But to get to the coincidence for some people, it's maybe a deeper level in their memory to get to. You have to drill down to find it in some people where like with you pops right up there when you think. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, when I sat, when I decided to write 33 stories, I, I grabbed a stack of index cards and sat at the kitchen table and thinking, can I even come up with 33 stories? And within maybe 15 minutes, I had 46. I was going, okay, I'm just going to focus on the 33 most believable stories. <laughs> Uh, uh, that, that, this is a very interesting observation you're making, and I'm going to have to think about it more. Um, I've had lots of them in my life, and uh, I can find them. Uh, and they're, it's almost like you're saying in, in you, and maybe saying for other people, that there's a coincidence memory store in each of our minds that can be tapped into. And the more you look at it, the more details and the more stories you'll come up with. 
It's a very interesting hypothesis. Very interesting idea. Do you you how do you find that fairly regularly with uh, when you bring up stories and ask people about them? Oh yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's what I find. They they don't remember their coincidences, but once you start talking with them about it, they suddenly come back like the next day, you know, or sometimes the next day, and they go, "Oh, I remember." And then they are so clear. It's fascinating. It's like. We forget. And then when we remember, we start marveling at life again. And there's a lightness that comes. So, uh, so one thing also I wanted to, to share is when I wrote my stories and then people started reading them and they said, oh, you need to write a book and you need to do some research of what's been written about them. So that's how I found your book, which I loved. I started listening to your podcast. I love your podcast, Bernie. Thank you so much. And yes. And, you know, I am so grateful for you doing this and others writing about this because what there was something that uh, happened to me, which was I've always had these experiences and I don't talk about them. You don't talk about coincidences right, and right, right. these things with people. And I always thought that there was kind of something weird about me. You know, it's like, um, it's, it's, so I was kind of in the closet about my coincidences <laughs> and these experiences. And then when I read your book and I read Sharon Hewlett Rowlett, uh, um, Hewlett Rowlett. Yeah. Yeah. And then she categorized all these experiences that, you know, and then I was like, oh, my gosh, this is normal. And I've had all of them except the near-death experience. And and then suddenly I was just like, wow. And then when I read the psychiatrist wrote that... um, that contrary to what some people think is that, that when people have a lot of these experiences, um, they tend to be open and balanced personalities. And I can't tell you the impact that it had on me. I mean, I teared up because I was just, I felt like this little weight go away from me, which was like, oh, this, this is actually real. This is, happens to other people and so many of those things. So the more you talk and write about this, the more it ra- you know raises people's consciousness on this. I think it serves. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, it, and you're you're helping me figure it out. Part of the fun of this program is that I, I bet I get I get to learn too about how things, how people experience coincidences, and, uh, and it's it's very it's very lovely for me to be able to confirm for you and others who read the book and read uh, read and listen to the podcast, that uh, this stuff happens a lot. And part of my mission in life really is to be able, is to keep making happen what you're, what I help you do. And you're, I, I, I hope that somehow you can help me and help others who are trying to do the same thing, uh, keep advancing uh, consciousness about coincidences. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. And I think it's so, so needed in, in this time, too, because we're, I think the big reason of why people don't notice coincidences is because we're so heads down, head down, to-do list, productive, productive, you know, we, we, it, we're just like on this incredible rat race all the time. Right. And, and, and so, and what connecting with coincidences does, it helps people lift their head up and start marveling at life again um, and get out of that productivity race. I love the phrase, what connecting with coincidence does is help people lift their head up and uh, get into the flow of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's a good line. That's a good line. Uh, you've we have about two minutes left in this segment. Um, how how has this coincidence awareness affected you uh, more and in other ways? Uh, it's gotten you to trust. It's gotten you into the flow of life. It's got it's lightened up your life. How else has it affected you? Um, a very deep connection to what my life purpose is, which which is to help bring fun, joy, and lightness to people. 
And so that's why um, we developed the partner and I developed these Fujoli play labs. Fujoli sounds like an Italian dish, but it stands for fun, joy, and lightness. And, um, and it's amazing how we help like individuals and teams shift from this productive, contracted state, which we need to get stuff done, right, to into a more into this ah, just rising up, this more fun, joy, light, and positivity. And then you have all these healing hormones. We shift them into healing hormones. We shift them into oxytocin and connection. And 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 so anyway, so I'm doing that. I'm like. That is what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life until I croak. It's Fujoli. Okay, and we are in, we're coming to the end of this segment. Uh, I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, and we are talking with Catherine Windsor about Fujoli, about fun <laughs> and joy and lightness and laughter in life. family style deal because i want a bite of your big mac and i need some of your quarter pound i'll try your filet of fish there's a deal for every friend group at mcdonald's order any two classics for just six bucks price of participation may vary single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer how would your life change if you could develop the business and personal skills that you need in order to make more money do you want to learn how to achieve your big life goals faster then go to findhiddenmoney.com and get the Goal For It online course. The course teaches you how you can set and achieve your biggest goals while completely overcoming the roadblocks to your goals so that you can realize your dreams and imagine more success. Go to findhiddenmoney.com. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide audience if you have seen a ufo had a close encounter seen a ghost bigfoot lake monster or a story that you would like to share or have investigated contact me rob mcconnell by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll free 1-800-610-7035 extension 143 and on skype xzone radio tv for more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, always remember Exxon Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not-so-secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hides can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit IconQuality.com. Oh, 
So, Kat, during, during the break, you said you like conscious dance. So you do conscious dance. I do, too. How does, how does conscious dance fit in with uh, the lightness of being that coincidences help bring to people, bring to you? Yeah, I mean, it's so conscious dance, right, is that, that free-form dance. Yes. And, um, and, you know, I, I, uh, I, I often think of, like, when you see these African villagers dancing to rhythm and they look just so ecstatic. They're just, yeah. it, it's such a human part of us, for us to dance. Yeah. And, and especially, you know, so when we, we are heads down, trying to get stuff done and productive, you know, and to-do lists, then we contract. And I think that going into conscious dance or, you know, ecstatic dancing, freeform dancing, it just kind of allows us to drop the heaviness of that shell, the productive shell, and just kind of reconnect to our being, to the core of our being, to our body, to, to the joy in life. So, I mean, what does it do for you, Bernie? It gets me to tune into the rhythms and of the music and it allows me to become part of the music so that my body is is in various ways doing the different rhythms in the sounds and, mm. and get and getting with the nuance of the movement i practice getting into the flow of my life because there's a rhythm going on in life mm. around me and if i can and, and I and the more I tune into the dancing, the more I feel like I can tune into the rhythms going on around me and through me. Mm. Yeah, it's like a reconnection, connection. Or, 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 yes, more more connection, more connection, mm -hmm. more, mm. a deeper connection, a deeper mm. connection. And I, I'm trying to write to finish this book, knowing coincidences and. I just try to rely on what's coming in from different places to be able to have me be a kind of filter that then uh, the ideas come through to be able to then put them down on a piece of paper and, and see what they look like. Yeah, I mean, so um, I actually have, I'm actually planning a coincidence festival. And you are? Tell me yeah. about it. A Fujoli festival full of coincidences and basically it's you know maybe it'll be virtual um, but but um, the idea is very much about helping people be in the moment very much connect with being in the moment and it'll have improv theater which is about being in the moment it has improv dance which is conscious dance it has you know um storytelling where we with the coincidence salon um where we connect and, uh, with marveling at life and that there's something greater than what we know we'll have improv art and and so and it's a you know sober fest i mean clear-headed fest and and um, it's just for celebrating life. And I think we particularly need it um, in these times. I like agree. literally more than ever, you know, because the true state of joy and happiness is always within us, even in our darkest hours. And we just forget about it. And I think what we're talking about here helps people reconnect to the magic in life. And that has direct relevance to uh, coincidences in the, the time of COVID-19. Could you elaborate on that? Wow, it's really an in interesting, you know, question, right? And so I think there is no coincidence that this happened. And because there's, you know, an awareness of our... It, of how incredibly interconnected we are. So there's an animal in Wuhan market in China, far away, and we are connected to that animal. We're at home, isolating, um, right? And we are experiencing fear and grief and, and, and complete disruption. And these are such crazy times. Um, and so, but we're totally connected to this animal, these animals, right, in a way. All of us are connected. And I think it makes um, people aware of how 
how fast and how deeply connected we are, we are as humans and and as species on this planet. And if you piss off Mother Nature, she's going to get back to us. <laughs> really? I agree. That's- I agree. Like the system was way out of balance. So and suddenly it's like we're already seeing how the system is starting to rebalance. Like clear water in Venice with dolphins and yeah. we have mountain lions coming down into town and you know that we haven't seen before this far into town. And like suddenly it's, it's all already it's also fluid, it's starting to rebalance a little bit already. So and blue, and blue skies in Beijing. Blue skies in Beijing, yes. Yeah, and will it rebalance? I mean, it's it, we have a chance to go in a different direction, not head down uh, productive, um, burning a lot of fossil fuels, uh, just beating up on each other, uh, looking at the inequality that uh, we are facing more directly because the people who are essential service people are not hedge fund leaders. They are the people in the hospitals. They're people who drive buses. The people who check us out in grocery stores, supermarkets. Those are the essential people, not the guys making so much money, the Silicon Valley guys. And you've been in Silicon Valley. They are pricing uh, the the needed people uh, out of San Francisco, out of the Bay Area. They have to live south of San Jose to work in San Francisco. Uh, and and will how how will the the wealthy, more liberal uh, people, the more more compassionate, I hope, people in Silicon Valley react to the wealth discrimination that they have helped create in in the, in the Bay Area. I I mean, this is it's fascinating. So I'm you know I'm I'm thinking of my friends in Silicon Valley. I now live in Boulder, Colorado. Um, you know, and I have some very successful friends and they're deeply, you know, in love with nature and they're deep, like they're just people like you and I, right? And, 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 um, and they are also part of that Silicon Valley system. We're all in our little subsystems, right? So I think the main point is there, we just got gut punched. Humanity got gut punched. All of us, we are in shell shock and that there's this huge pause. Everybody is in this huge pause. And it's like Mother Nature needed this pause and we needed this pause. So everybody is in this big pause and, and, and it's, it's good. We need a pause because we need to kind of ponder, step back, become, you know, reflect on what's really important here. Yeah, we do. We do. And what is really important needs to be defined and visualized. It doesn't mean that we're going to hold the outcomes tightly, but we have to be able to do something to create a different kind of future, a better direction for humanity, because humanity is on a suicidal course. Now, one of what you're at, what you're adding, I think, is so very important in all this. I ask about Silicon Valley. You'll make some guesses. They have their hearts in the right place, but will they put their behavior in the right place? I don't know about that because there's such a drive for greed and uh, and expansion of money in the human being, and especially in capitalism, in in, in stark capitalism. But what you're bringing, what you're bringing, I think, is so important with your Fujoli festival, a coincidence festival, a time to be able to spread the the potential joy that's in each of us, the fun of existence. And we need to be able to do that, to help people do that. Poverty has to be addressed in some way or another so that people can not have to worry about where their next food is coming from, so they can get their head above the basic drives of life and be able to think in the way that you are encouraging people to think. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's also about re- reassessing what's important and how can we be like, I love how suddenly, you know, um, people that we may have overlooked in our busy lives, like the grocery store 
person, right, stocking the shelves, yeah. how we suddenly see them. It's like in this pause, we suddenly see things differently and we get to appreciate, oh, hey, wow, thanks for stocking the shelves. Right, right. Right. And please, and please take care of yourself. I wish yes. I wish you had a, a, one of those uh, protective outfits. Uh, at least in the small place I go, they finally put up some plexiglass windows between the cashier and uh, the customer, mm -hmm. which some places have not yet done. And they have gloves. They give people gloves walking in and they have masks if, and people can walk in there with masks. So we do see them more. Uh, but can this be a top-down thing where people who can come to your Fujoli Festival usually are people who are already freed enough, freed up enough to spend the money to get where the place is, if that's going to be able to do it outside, and I hope it is, someplace, rather than just virtually. Because being together with people is so much a part of dance, feeling the energy, exchanging the energy. It's such a vital part of human existence. Dance and feel each other's presence in that new vibration. Can that then get transferred to people who can't make it to the festival? Uh, that's a question I want to, uh, I'll, I'll leave us with for our next, for our next segment. Uh, you're listening to Connecting with Coincidence. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. We are on the Exxon Broadcast Network call, talking with Catherine Windsor about joy and fun. abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again simultv.com simultv.com what's simultv.com that's what i asked them they had it written on the side of their ufo how do you spell that ufo no i mean simultv.com s-i-m-u-l-t-v.com s-i-m-u-l-t-v.com right S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. SIMULTV.com. In the mid-1990s, I was approached by a young woman who believed she'd been abducted by alien creatures. In conversations, I began a journey that took me not into the world of interstellar travel, but back through time into past lives. Under hypnotic regression administered by a professional rather than describing abduction, Jenny, as she is called, begins to tell a tale of horror in 19th century London. Her unbelievable past life seems to connect with Jack the Ripper and other monsters of the past. Throughout the session, Jenny provides a rich detail of her past life lives that link some of the most horrific killers in history to one another. Using the resources of a university library in the pre-internet day, I was able to verify some of Jenny's claims. She has knowledge that wasn't readily available to a suburban housewife. Does this prove the reality of her tales? Conversations attempts to answer that and other provocative questions. Conversations is available at Amazon.com. Mission Evolution is dedicated to the well-being of the planet and animals, as well as the evolution of humankind. One major factor threatening all three is increasing toxicity. Heavy metals and other environmental toxins are poisoning our bodies, deteriorating our brains, blocking our spiritual connection, and shortening our lives. Yet these poisons are extremely difficult to remove. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, and I recently became aware of a product created from the marriage of nature and nanotechnology called Vitality is formulated from zoolite whose crystalline structure binds toxins, gently carrying them out of the body. The light is only as clear as the window through which it shines. Clear your body, shine your light into the world. Visit VitalityHappens.com for a 20% discount. Enter code PATHHOME.
Welcome back. Welcome back and welcome back to CC with BB. Yes, I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Biden, MD. We're talking with Kat Windsor. And there's a lot of misery going on around here, a lot of pausing and thinking going on around here, a lot of looking around at what's going on around us in a different way. And I really like your emphasis on fun, Kat. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fun guy when, when possible. I think it's, there's so much fun to be had uh, rather than focus on the misery, which I'm a very good friend who just, can, is, just can't get out of worrying about things. It's, it's just her nature, and she doesn't have to do it. How can we not do it? Tell us more about your Pujoli Coincidence Festival and what's, what you plan to have a camp in it. Well, uh, just just also to come back to you to a friend who who is kind of can't get out of that. It, it is like a, a downward spiral, right? And it's like um, stress hormones create more stress. It's like stress hormones, and it's like this downward spiral. And so, how do we how do we help people I- I- interrupt that? And reverse, that? reverse, and reverse the spiral. And go so into that, an upward spiral. Yes. Yeah. Right. 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 So I think, you know, Fujoli stands for fun, joy and lightness. And fun is just, um, you know, helping people reconnect to what's fun for you, what's fun for me, what's fun. You know, everybody has different things that's fun for them and 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 consciously try to build that into your day. Um, there is also something about joy, which is joy has a different, a little bit of a different quality to it than fun. And, and there's also this sense of joy. Where do we experience joy? And, you know, when have you had an experience of joy? When have I had one? And just kind of reconnecting with that feeling. And then there's lightness. And I, I think, um, you know, how can we feel lighter? And lightness is a really profound word because in this time of COVID, and I'll, I'll go back to the festival, but just want to say in this time of COVID, we also have the aspect of isolation, and uh, which is a fascinating thing to observe of how this impacts us. Um, and and when, when you think about isolation, um, you know, throughout history, spiritual beings in many traditions have gone into retreat and stillness. And so there is really a lot of juice there, too. And, you know, becoming deeply present and becoming still and becoming lighter in the process. Like, what is really all the crap we had that didn't matter? And what can we let go so we can become lighter and raise our consciousness? And so, so... So I think that's on in in this time is actually a very unique opportunity for us, and then hopefully we come out of this and we have a Fujoli festival where we celebrate um, the deep connect. We are deeply, deeply um, wired to be a social species, and we are realizing this more than ever before of what an incredible need we have to connect, not just by Zoom, right? Um, but to connect in person, to hug, to, it gives us a feeling of safety, to read each other's body language, to smell each other, you know? Um, <laughs> so- right, I like that, I like smell each other, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, even we may not be conscious of it most of the time, but we are multi-sensory beings that are wired to be with other multi-sensory beings, and it is a part of our safety and, you know, a survival of our species. Yeah. And, and so to be in this very artificial setting, it, it makes us more acutely aware of this. So I think festivals, when we come out of this, we're going to have some amazing festivals. And, and I want to do the Fujoli Festival. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, what I'm what I'm thinking about uh, as you talk is that you are and can be even more uh, a leader in coincidence awareness. Um, and I'm looking for people who want to help me in this this my mission in life. It's not just mine; it's a lot of other people's too. But I kind of through this radio show, I get to contact people like you and get to know them 
uh, in this way? And how can you help the idea of connecting with coincidence go further? Well, like, let's make, let's go big. Like, what I mean is the impact connecting to coincidences for me has had um, is what I shared earlier, right? It's been, it's been significant and very life affirming. So let's help others um, connect with their coincidences in their lives. And, and, um, and I think a festival, and maybe it can be virtual at first, um, which is uh, where we, we, I mean, coincidences don't, from my experience, I don't experience coincidences when I'm in a state of fear or when I'm contracted, or when I'm heads down. And COVID put me into that. I haven't had many coincidences since this whole thing started. And, and, and so opening up and um, shifting out of the state of fear or contraction um, will reconnect us again. Um, and so how can we do that? And I think it has to do with being in the moment. And what are arts that help us be in the moments. I th I love improv theater. That is so fun. Oh my gosh. It's so creative and it's so connecting and it's light. After an improv class, you walk out and you're just feeling super light. And, um, and I think the improv dance, which is conscious dancing is improv dance, free form dancing. Um, uh, storytelling is deeply connecting. If you do it on a topic like coincidences, it's very uplifting. Um, and then you have um, improv art because we're also very visual beings and colors have different vibrations and, in, you know, uh, affect us differently. So we can have just, gosh, I'd love to do one of those where you throw color things, you know. Uh, in the air, but it's also, I have, so uh, an improv music, making music together. So I have planned um, an improv teachers for all of these. I have artists who do improv art, improv um, theater, improv musicians. Um, and, and, and so I just want to bring people together and just start small to start with. I'd love to have you, Bernie, uh, be part of that. Um, because, like, there's also the science that you have and the wisdom that you have around this. It really, I think, will open people up so much. And it gives validity to the whole thing. I mean, you're a scientist. You have all these friends who are scientists. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a, you know, oh, artist yeah. of e. you, are, you are a citizen scientist. And part of the future of coincidence studies is is gathering together the formal scientists with the people studying coincidences in their daily life because you're gathering the information through your experience and your experience and experience of, of others help me understand what I'm doing what I can do is categorize I can find patterns probably a little better than a bunch of people, but that's what science is, is developing categories uh, mm. and looking at patterns and seeing how they fit together and then trying to rate how probable or improbable any one of these things is and be able to present them in a, lang in a language that is comprehensible to lots of people. So you're part of the scientific exploration. You clearly are because uh, mm. you're trying to understand your through your own experience. I bring scientific method and thinking to it, but you're doing it very well. You're asking the right question, like can everybody connect with their own coincidences the way you can? And you have made it clear to me by your own observation of yourself and others that maybe the answer to that question is more yes than I had realized before. So I'm getting information from you. What I have is a vast store of information about uh, the coincidence subject so i can tell you i haven't really run across that before you didn't know that mm. Mm. okay i like that um so so um let, 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 let's let's uh, i wanted to ask you this last part of it at the beginning of this program i started started talking about we're being in a simulation 
And uh, we only have a, a minute and a half, but what do you think of the simulation idea of reality? Because what I like about coincidences is they help us understand reality. Oh, yes, I totally they're, agree. They're clues. And, oh, I, I'm sorry, but simulation, what do you think of the simulation idea? I'm not sure I fully understood it because I was kind of like a little nervous at the start of this session. Oh, I should keep that in mind. I should keep that in mind. The idea that we are avatars in a, uh, a supercomputer simulation by some higher consciousness whose mind we can't perceive very well. And that part of the game is to be able to find our way out by recognizing that we're in a game. And when we recognize we're in the supercomputer game, we get to a different level of consciousness or a different part of the game or something else that we can't really even know. I, I like the metaphor. For me, it's like the me I, love, I like the metaphor of it. Um, and at the same time, something about the computer feels limiting because it's much vaster than that in my kind of how I perceive things. But I think a metaphor is always helpful to help kind of people understand things. Yes, and it is a metaphor. And we use technology as metaphors all the time. Uh, telepathy, telephone between minds, computers like the brain. But we've come to the end of this segment. Kat, it's been a deep pleasure having you on the program. Thank you very much for being with us. Thank you, Bernie. You're listening to... Connecting with Coincidence, I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Biteman, MD, on the Exxon Broadcast Network. We've been talking with Kat Windsor. <laughs>